Waiver Wired is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet and you get with Caesars Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Welcome to Waiver Wired. It is the Tom Brady Retirement Episode 2023. I'm not sure if these are going to become annual, um, but it's possible. But Tom Brady has officially retired. And Eddie, I'm glad you and I are here for it to discuss it together. How's it going? What do you think? What do you think? Is this is this it? Is it legit? Is it going to stick? You know, when I woke up, saw the, the video message. The minute you see Tom Brady doing like a selfie video uh, and posting to social media, you know what that means. If he was coming back, it would have been some cool montage or um, some kind of picture. But the selfie video with him explaining, I'm like, oh, wow, he's actually going to try to retire again. A lot of people are kind of crushing him and saying, oh, was it really yeah. worth it to, to come back? I mean, to me, like, I'm going to be the contrarian. Like, I think, like, I mean, he made the playoffs. Like, yeah, he lost in the wild card round. Obviously, he lost the year prior. But going to the playoffs every year, winning a Super Bowl, I would say his Tampa career was a success. Like, I I understand the divorce and this and that. Didn't go the way he wanted to this year. I thought. He was definitely coming back for one more, one last run. The division, if he stays in the division, it's it's not that strong. Um, I thought they could have added some pieces, but you know what? He he played enough. He he gave it his all. But, uh, my hat's off to you, Tom. That's right. And you know what else? Maybe we don't have it right. Like we're looking on the outside, we're on the outside looking in, right? Maybe he didn't get divorced because he didn't unretire. Maybe he was going to get divorced anyway, and he knew that he needed it to keep him going, to keep him motivated, right? Fantastic point. We don't, Fantastic point. Yep. We don't know. I mean, like, because clearly, like, he wasn't in practice, whatever. We Chicken or egg, right? Maybe that's part of why he retired, and then he's like, wait a second. We're splitting up anyway. Why did I just give up my career? I need a reason to be. I need a thing to do. I need to stay busy because I otherwise I'll be sad or, or whatever. I mean, like, I'm quite certain Tom Brady will have no problem finding a lovely lady friend whenever he wants. But um, the the one thing I will say, though, is, first of all, I do think this is real this time. And remember last year we had a video where I called BS on it. Mm -hmm. And you said, there's no way he's really retiring. I just don't believe it. And then I think a lot of people felt that way. This time I do. I think it's real. Because he did look not as strong this year. And last year, the argument was he was the top of his game. Why wouldn't he come back? Now it's kind of like, eh, maybe not. He's got this podcast. He's got this FTX scandal going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't really need to be in the spotlight. But my main thing right now with you, Tom Brady, why I'm mad at you, Tom Brady, is because you did this at 5.15 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, Are you so trying true. to slow walk it for the rest of us? I happened to be up like I couldn't sleep. I got up, I checked my phone and I saw it like a minute after you posted it. So I was on there, but like, come on, have a little respect for those of us that are sleeping in late. If you're really the goat, you know, give us till it can, can post it at 1130. I'm, I'm with you on that. It was, uh, it was super early. I saw it on my phone uh, as well uh, for a quick uh, water break. And I, I, you know, I, what if you had to pinpoint a singular reason why he decided so quickly um, and why this one is finite? I mean, I'm I'm thinking I, I think your point about the, the divorce is fantastic. I think we definitely don't know. It could have been on the rocks as it is. And he's like, I'm going to continue to play. And this is a guy that said he was not going to retire until his play dipped. I think it's unfortunate he makes this really fun quarterback carousel next season um, a little bit less exciting. Yeah, but you I, ruined our pod, Tom. You didn't give me any time I, to plan. I know, but I, and I wonder if maybe that's the reason why. Maybe he kind of 
heard some rumors, yeah. some whispers, connected the dots and go, hmm, there really isn't a place for me. And he clearly does not want to stay in Tampa Bay anymore. Miami's probably a lost cause because of the scandal with him obviously trying to buy the team. Right. And then I don't, I know people are saying San Francisco, why, like what they have three quarterbacks, why make it a why in a fourth. And I think Vegas, maybe Vegas is in on Aaron Rodgers more than we think. Maybe they have other plans. Maybe McDaniels doesn't want to reunite with him. People just assume that was going to be the way it was. So maybe Tom Brady's like, wow, I'm really not wanted by these other teams. They have other ideas in mind. I think that more so than his personal life stuff is probably the reason why he did it so quickly. Yeah. And I think also just, it's probably just some great closure. Like it's just time for a new chapter in life with everything. And I, I know like for myself, even sometimes like when it's like when a a show closes, when you're in the theater, like I know Mm -hmm. it's obnoxious. I keep bringing up the theater or whatever, but sometimes you're just like, Oh, I'm sad. I want another show. And then suddenly there comes a time when you're like, you know what? I don't want to put on tights anymore and make up every day at 7 PM and never be able to have dinner with my friends and never have my weekends. And like, it's okay to move to another chapter. So I think maybe he's just there and he got a taste of it right this year because like he didn't go to full training camp for the first time and he didn't. And maybe it's like, okay, okay. And actually his like podcast is a success on Sirius, right? His yeah. serious show. And, and, and we're also forgetting that he's a Fox employee. He's, he's a gonna future Fox so employee. He's going to be on a broadcast team probably. So it's like, he does You're right, Jen. He has so many things going on. And it won't mess up his pretty face. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, he was looking in those last few games, like that playoff game versus the, Cowboys, he looked kind of frail mm-hmm. almost to me. Like yeah. Matt Ryan did too, both of them. They just kind of look like it's time to. But I, I, I do think I, I wish the the Buccaneers ending didn't end so poorly yeah. because again, there's nothing in that division as of now, you know, recording this February 1st. Right now, there's nothing in the NFC South that's going to make me go, oh, that team could actually beat the Bucs. The Bucs still have the best roster. So, you know, I, I think it ended pretty poorly, but uh, that's a shame that we won't get to see him try to win the division again. Yeah, it is. But anyway, uh, this could change because it is Tom Brady. And yeah. easily like halfway, let's just even say halfway through the season, somebody says, hey, I need a court. You just never know. And mm-hmm. he should be broadcasting with Fox. That's the expectation. But yeah. And, and anyway. the, the final thing I'll say, too, is just like, yeah, I, I was 60, 65 percent sure he's probably I thought he might have retired 60, 65 percent. I did not think it was going to happen February 1st before the Super Bowl. That's the biggest shock to me of this whole yeah. thing. I thought the decision would have, you know, we would be talking months and months and months and then maybe June, July. Then he decides February 1st to me is the is biggest surprise of this entire thing. Uh, you know what's really wrong, though? I talked about how it was wrong that he did it on um at eight o'clock in the morning Eastern. Mm-hmm. So five mm-hmm. o'clock here. What's really wrong is that he didn't do it on February 2nd, Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's, oh, that's going to wait one more day, Tom. Oh, that's a layup. That's a great point. That's a layup. Tom, Tom. Yeah. Swing and a miss there, Tom. Well, at least I won't be waiting um, to, you know, like, oh, I'm so clever. I'm going to take Tom Brady in the 10th round. I won't even make that mistake this I year. Know. So we're I all know. good. There is a ton of fantasy news, actually, or, or, or news that could affect fantasy teams. And it's very easy to get ahead of ourselves. But since it's just the Pro Bowl this weekend, not to diss the Pro Bowl, but it is, you know, flag football. And we do have some time next week to talk about uh, the big game. And we will talk a lot about the big game. Very special episode next week, guys very special you do not want to miss it uh next week's going to be huge for extra points keep your phones on keep your downloads ready we're gonna have great podcasts we're gonna have some video content it's gonna rock and roll um 
Let's talk about some fantasy stuff. There's been some pretty big moves this week. Okay, let's start with Sean Payton, essentially traded to the Denver Broncos. Saints getting a first round pick. So maybe, you know, Saints can help solve their personnel problems with that pick. And Sean Payton, can he fix Russell Wilson? Because at this point, they've mortgaged the farm for Russell Wilson. What are they yeah. paying him? But what, what was his? It's like a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. $161 million or something guaranteed. I don't know. Something stupid. Plus, they've given up like every single pick for perpetuity, it yep. seems like. I mean, not really. But it is all like they didn't just say, OK, we're a little frustrated with Russell Wilson. They're like, we are in on Russell Wilson. And therefore, the onus on Sean Payton to win in that first season, my goodness, like he he's got to win. All eyes are going to be on him. I'm a little bit excited because I'm hoping Russell Wilson's value will stay depressed. I am willing to bet again a little bit on Russell Wilson with the backup plan because of Jerry Judy, because of mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton, because of Javante Williams being healthy, because of Sean Payton. How do you feel? Jen, we we share a brain once again. Uh, I, lo- I love the fact that like the Super Bowl odds for the Broncos did not change once they hired and people are still mocking the Broncos. Um, I think the Broncos are so- in such a weird position, like you just said, with, the, with obviously the, the tons of cash and then the picks, the pick they got, you know, trading away uh, Bradley Chubb is now going to the Saints to get a, a head coach. Now, Russell Wilson can't be any worse than he was last year. He's only going to improve. So right off the bat, we know that he's going to be a little bit better than he was. And like you said, they have all the weapons. And Sean Payton is a, a great uh, a great coach to pair to pair with. I I think in twelve to fourteen team uh, you know team leagues, of course, you'll be able to play him next year. So I'm hoping right now that people are still making fun of him. And plus, like with the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously the Raiders are a question mark and the Chargers the way they exited, like people are still going to um, be like, ah, I'm, I'm not really sold on the Broncos yet, which is great for, for fantasy players uh, because you can get him later in game. So I, I do think that uh, Russell Wilson will be improved, but it's just a, it's a weird scenario because it's all based on him. Like they had to give up these assets to get a head coach, a pair of them because you're paying him that much money. So there's never been a team that's gone more all in on a player. And I think, you know, Russ probably knows this and he's going to do everything he can. He's a guy that by all counts works as hard as anyone. I think he will be better than he was this year because there's no other option really. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I hope the people don't overdraft them. He stays late in drafts. And then if you, you do get him late, he'll be useful for a number of games just because they are a pretty talented team. You mentioned the Chargers, and I think that's a great place to go next. They hired Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator. I love this for fantasy. I think one of the biggest problems with Los Angeles is we see a gunslinging quarterback like Justin Herbert, but we feel like we still haven't seen him unleashed that the offense really didn't play to his strengths and say what you will about the Cowboys. Sure. They failed in the postseason. We don't know if that really had to do with Kellen Moore or the players or the mentality or whatever. What we do know is that Kellen Moore made that Dallas offense, one of the top scoring offenses per game in the league um, for the last few years. And I would love that for Justin Herbert. You know, he runs a lot of three wide receiver sets Um, it it just feels like, I mean, look what he did with Tony Pollard, how he used Tony Pollard. Think of Austin Eckler. Oh, it's just dripping with fantasy goodness in my mind. Um, that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. And I'm hopeful. I mean, 
Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, DeAndre Cart. I mean, who knows what could happen? I hope they pay Keenan Allen. I actually really, really hope they do. And I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of the Chargers. I think this was a good hire for them. And I guess we're going to find out if it was Kellen Moore or not, won't we? I think I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think for your Cowboys, it's a it's a brutal move. I'm not sure if they got rid of the right guy because I think having a play caller who is so um he's so he's such a young guy and he's super advanced in terms of like you're talking about his scheme, what he can do with certain players, utilizing um getting the most out of their ability, and then you're putting him now on a roster. You know, similar to the Cowboys, a very loaded offensive team, a lot of uh, scary weapons. Moving into the Chargers now, I just think for the Chargers' sake, yes, it's great for Justin Herbert. Um, I just think the Chargers have a problem with their their culture and their uh, killer instinct almost. How many games have we seen the Chargers lose boneheaded games they shouldn't have lost? Obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars game. The playoff you could argue the Cowboys have the same issue. It's, it's exactly right. It's a it's, They're very parallel. Um, I think McCarthy's probably the issue for the Cowboys. Justin and I think Herbert or Dak Prescott is a more talented quarterback? Hmm. I think... With the arm talent we've seen from Herbert, especially after getting those like rib injuries midseason, I I think his arm talent's there. But I'm the most pro Dak Giants fan you'll ever meet in your life. I really? think they can run the RPO. I think that Dak's uh, he's mobile. He's a he's a big guy. He's been through a lot uh, personal life with his yeah, injuries. Nice. So I'm I'm very pro Dak. But I think you can't really go wrong with either. But I think Justin Herbert's probably you you you, you hit the nail on the head, Jen. Like we have not seen him unleash. We have not seen him really hit his full potential. He shouldn't be near you know my guy Daniel Jones in terms of like total touchdowns like that's not something he should be way above that he should be one of like people think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in pure talent but we haven't seen that <clears throat> they're getting the offensive coordinator right now Kellen Moore to call the plays that's great but unfortunately Kellen Moore is not really running the ship there it's it's Brandon Staley who I think is basically on the hot seat all season long until they finish second or third in the division they lose in the first one of the playoffs whatever it is and they're gonna get canned next year which is why i'm also to bring it back to sean payton kind of shocked sean payton didn't wait around until next year where he could have coached justin herbert which uh, i think would have been the smarter move the safer move but um i i do think this is the step in the right direction for the the la chargers but it is kind of fun to like revive the career of someone like russell wilson isn't it i think that could be fun yeah yeah i i just it's just that division like we're on a we're at the precipice of another Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl appearance like potential win like I, I guess if I had to pick you know one horse in that race that wasn't the Chiefs I probably would have won with the Chargers so that that's my whole thing with it is like how much do you trust this Broncos roster and it's a good roster the the whole division has a solid like they all are solid teams but there's something about that Chargers team. it's like until they actually do until they actually win you know, like it's, you know, when Dave famously broke up with the Chargers midseason, that's kind of how you feel with them. Like you, you buy into them and they kind of underperform. And then you're like, oh man, I should have seen this coming. And that's kind of how you feel with that team. Can't believe anybody just broke up with the Chargers. You knew what you were getting when you got into this relationship. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you got to take the good with the bad. It's part of it's like being a Cowboys fan. You know, you're a Giants fan. Just got to get a roll with it. You can't break up with the Chargers, especially not when they have a hunk like yep. Justin Herbert. Go down with the ship. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's named head coach of the Texans. Um, that's exciting because he was a Texan. And um, I think that they're going to have to give him a much longer leash than they have uh, the last couple of coaches they've had in town or Levy Smith. And uh, I think they're going to try. Who knows? They're the Texans. What talent do they have there? It's an excellent question. They basically have Damian Pierce. Yeah, I think number that's one defense. The, the, the deep, like, well, and, 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 and obviously hiring. Yeah. You take um, Stingley third overall, you're hiring D'Amico Ryans who had a, you know, an all time 
regular season great, great defense yes. with the Niners. I mean, we're really one of the best defenses we've seen in, in quite some time during, throughout the course of this regular season. I think getting a guy that was a Texan to really rally that fan base is yeah. an awesome move. Give him the long leash, like you said. And the best part is, you know, you mentioned Damian Pierce. What do they have going on offense with that second overall pick? I, I you know, we, we're still ways away from the draft. I think they're probably going to slide up. I think they're probably going to take Bryce Young. That would be an awesome thing to see with Bryce Young, a a guy that is just, you know, people want to knock him for his size. Look, he found the way in the SEC with Alabama to be an awesome quarterback. And we've seen lately the trend, Alabama quarterbacks into the NFL, Jalen Hurts, large stretch of the season with two of these guys are now, you know, Staben used to have the guys that just got them to the championship and they wouldn't make a, a career out of it. Now they are. And I believe in Bryce Young. If Texans get Bryce Young with Damian Pierce, that's going to be a, a really, really fun team to watch. But they, a, a super smart young um, NFL coach now that was part of the team. I think you Texans, you suffer through a lot, and now you have a, a, a thing to look forward to. So I'm happy with that organization. Frank Reich will take over with the Panthers. He said he wants stability at quarterback. What that means, we don't know. We certainly are going to have another quarterback carousel, I think, sure. in this offseason. Um. You know, do you think Sam Darnold stays there? Obviously, Baker's out of there. Mm-hmm. Do you think they uh, trade up to get a quarter? Like, what do you think they do here, in Carolina? Uh, Darnold had a nice end of the season he stretch did. for them. So I think for his sake, for his career being prolonged, I think he'll probably get the invite back to, to hang around the roster. I think this is uh, clear as that. I'm not sure if they're ready to win now, the Panthers. They do have a right. pretty good young roster. I think it makes a lot of sense for them to take a CJ Stroud, if possible, to get a, a Will Levis and Anthony Richardson from Florida. I think that's their best move. Get a young guy. Your roster's pretty young. You kept DJ Moore on purpose. Obviously, the big trade was trading Christian McCaffrey, but but you have a lot of good young pieces there, especially on defense, too. So, like, if you're building this young core, I'm not sure if you, it makes sense to go get uh, Derek Carr or Jimmy G or an Aaron Rodgers. I think you're, it makes sense for you to, to take somebody in the draft. And they're probably going to – people always say, this, you know, the, oh, weak quarterback class, strong quarterback class. I can still see four to five guys going the first round of this draft. So I think they'll be in play for one of those guys I mentioned. Probably not Bryce Young, but probably the other, the other, you know, three, four. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. With Caesar Sportsbook and Casino, every bet earns with Caesar Rewards. That means whether you win or lose, you're always earning towards perks like free stays at iconic Caesars properties, game tickets, dining, and more. And if you haven't started yet, here's a reminder your first bet is on Caesars, up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code Omaha Full and play your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a bet credit. 21 and older only offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 wagers only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit is $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Here credits and reward credits will be added to the account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Avoid where prohibited. Nowhere to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino? Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier Casino, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan? Call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling one 800 gambler that's 1-800-426-2537 or uh, west virginia visit 1-800-gambler.net new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny that's 467-369 offer not available in maryland or ohio 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So let's circle back to the games this last weekend and, and talk about San Francisco. We now know that Brock Purdy is out with a UCL tear. So, you know, that's usually Tommy John surgery for a pitcher. It's usually okay for a quarterback. So as far as him being able to play again, I don't think there's major worries about that. But what are they going to do in San Francisco? You know, a lot of people were talking, hey, it, it could be Tom Brady in San Francisco, right? They have they have three quarterbacks as of right now. They have Trey Sermon, Brock Purdy, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Who do you think it's going to be? And do you think it even matters? I mean, because basically they were still in this game until, you know, Josh Johnson and Brock Purdy couldn't do it. And poor Brock Purdy. You know what? This kid, give him like 12 gold stars, went out there. They were saying, oh, it's just a nerve thing. It'll come back. No. And he was still out there trying his best, throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. He had a UCL tear. Yep. Yep. So it's, it's, it's a devastating injury for pitchers. I mean, this guy is still throwing footballs pretty hard in the field with you know professionals. Um, for him to say after that he lost like feeling he, like he couldn't grip the ball and he went out there. It's it's pretty impressive. The you said the the best thing about this quarterback um, controversy debate, whatever, whatever you want to call it, is does it actually matter for the 49ers? I think by the process of elimination, Jimmy G's probably gone. He's shown enough. Um, he'll get a job somewhere else to There's most enough likely places start. that need a quarterback. A- absolutely. And I think, unfortunately, for Brock Purdy, you know, and we have to give him praise, obviously undefeated. We don't know how it would have ended in the game if he didn't get injured. I think if he was healthy, and the referees did not botch that game by calling the Devontae Smith catch a, a, an actual catch. The defense early on that game, I don't want to get into a whole ref thing, but the defense early on in the game was doing a, a real number on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And I think it would have been pretty interesting to see what would have happened. But unfortunately for Purdy, you know, he wasn't he was the guy they took with the last pick in the draft. Trey Lance is the guy they traded up for. And to give up all that draft capital to get him. And you still don't know what his ceiling is. Now, the four ers are a great team. One of the best teams in the NFL with a quarterback. And I say this with all due respect, but he's basically a passenger. Now, Trey Lance all of a sudden is a guy that is an upper echelon quarterback who can make plays himself with the running game they have, with the defense they have, with the weapons they have, a tight end receiver. That's a scary team. So I think in, in the minds of John Lynch and Shanahan and everyone else there, I think probably Trey Lance gets the nod first this uh, this offseason. I guess I'm the only person that's not a huge Trey Lance fan. I'm not, I, I'm not saying and I know he's we didn't, great. But no, it, I'm with you. It's, it, yeah. He fits the scheme. I, Brock Purdy just showed this um, 
I don't know, maturity that was just so impressive. And I'm not saying he's the next Tom Brady or anything, but there were other quarterbacks drafted very late in their draft classes that ended up being really good. So I really hope that Brock Purdy gets a chance, but with this injury and, and all of that, it, it doesn't seem likely he's their starter day one. Um, I just, you know, everybody was talking so much crap about him. Like, Oh, it's just the system. It's just the system. And then all of a sudden he's out and guess what? They don't win. So it, it's, it's, it wasn't just the defense. No, oh, oh no, no, absolutely not. I mean, it's it's crazy how we went from oh wow, their season's over because Mr. Relvin's playing quarterback to then all of a sudden, I really not wish defeated until that I, moment. I, 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 it, we 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 literally went into like oh, if Brock Purdy was playing, the 49ers would win. He went from a guy that we were laughing exactly. about to all of a sudden being like, no, no, no he's actually good, hundred percent, and, and it's creating a huge, huge like. Uh, the minute Trey Lance struggles at all, let's just say they open the season People up. Are and, gonna... Yep. yep. He has no he has no leash. He has no he's he's on the hot seat immediately. If he's not throwing <laughs> two plus touchdowns in the game, if he turns the ball over, they're gonna be like put Purdy back out yeah, because you know Purdy why he didn't make a lot of mistakes. Exactly. He did not make a lot of mistakes. And but more importantly, the team loved him. You could oh, tell. Yeah. Oh yeah. That they loved him. So and I know with special circumstances and all that, but I don't know. I don't I think he seems sweet. I, I, I'm a, That's I'm a, not a reason fan. to draft him for your fantasy teams. I'm not saying to do that. I just wanted to talk about that situation because there's even still, you know, question, will they get somebody else altogether? That, that I don't to me think is, they will. That to me is insane and to add a fourth guy yeah. to the mix. And that, I think, you know, I, like I said, I think Jimmy G's gone and I think that Trey Lance probably gets the nod. I think they're going to go from having three suitable starting quarterbacks. So I think at some point next season, just down to the one, because it doesn't, it doesn't really suit them to hold on to multiple. Um, obviously there are injuries, but you're going to get something out of it to help the team and quarterback and other teams are willing to pay for the quarterback. I think, you know, they, it's just this, the weird part with Trey Lance is you only seen him attempt a little over a hundred passes. We have not seen enough of him. So he is the giant question mark, but he's the guy that invested all this, you know, draft capital. And so that's, that is the, super frustrating part for this team. And it's a, it's a huge question. It, it may change the outcome of, of the NFL, especially on the NFC side, because they're a dominant team. They have to make the right choice. If they don't, you know, someone else can come and slide in. Yeah, it's the truth. Now that leaves basically two major quarterbacks that we have question marks about, I would say Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. Now, do we know Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere? Absolutely not. There's no, you know, everyone's decided it's a foregone conclusion. I think this partly has to do with our boredom. Like we have this mm. extra week before the Super Bowl. What are we going to talk about? Um, but if you got to choose where Aaron Rodgers goes for your fantasy team, where would you choose? Man, I think, you know, it would be really fun to see him to go to, to Vegas to reunite with Devontae Adams. Um, if they somehow keep Josh Jacobs, you have a guy that was one of the best running backs in the league this year. That makes a lot of sense. But the team that everyone's been talking about, I, I think, you know, and they have the defense and they could compete, especially in a very strange AFC East, is probably the Jets. Um, he's I been linked that, there. You know what I think that is? I think it's because people already see him in green. So oh, it's, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but oh, I, the 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 jersey swap. Like, I don't. Can we get Dave to weigh in on this? Like, is there some kind of subliminal? Because the idea that 
they hired Nathaniel Hackett to make a long-term play for Aaron Rodgers to me is ridiculous. Well, the Broncos tried that and they failed miserably. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, do you really think that Nathaniel Hackett is the reason Aaron Rodgers was so great? Again, this is like chicken and egg. Like we were looking at Tom Brady saying, oh, they divorced because he didn't, you know, no, maybe, maybe Aaron Rodgers helped me. Nathaniel Hackett look so good that he got the head coaching job. And I'm sure I, I know he's spoken positively about him. And it may be because Nathaniel Hackett nods and says, okay, Aaron, to whatever he wants and lets Aaron do what he wants to do, which might be why he likes him. I'm yeah, I, um, I'm definitely with you on that. On, on Aaron Rodgers makes the, I mean, we've seen it plenty of times in the past too with the Hackett stuff. I mean, he got Ben McAdoo, a head coaching job with the Giants. We know how that worked out. So I definitely think the, the player makes the coach. Um, I just think with the Jets, you look at their roster, <clears throat> you know, w- when they get the their guys back healthy on the offensive line, Elijah Vera Tucker and uh, obviously Beckton. And then you have the the really good receiving core of Elijah Moore and you have Corey Davis and you have Garrett Wilson. And you even have a, a kind of a gadget <clears throat> player. Gonna in have Bryce Barrios. Hall. Yes, and then Bryce Hall comes. Bryce Hall comes back, and then Bryce you're Hall. Gonna, I'm sorry. And, and then you have the the Bryce defense. Young, Bryce Hall. <laughs> the defense is their secondary is amazing. Obviously, Sauce Gardner leads that, and they have a you know Quinn Williams, a premier in, interior guy there on the D line. Like they have pieces at every level, and I think Sal is a good head coach. And if he, if he goes there, um, it's he doesn't he doesn't have to do everything. He doesn't have to play hero ball like he kind of was in, in Green Bay. The Jets built a really good roster thanks to, to Joe Douglas. So I think it makes a lot of sense. And then you look at the division, clearly the Bills, obviously they're the, the cream of the crop there and Josh Allen is the is the man, but they clearly have holes in their roster. And the Patriots are in a question mark now with Mac Jones and all the reports coming out about how bad it was with Patricia and, and Joe Judge. And then the Dolphins are a question mark. As long as Tua, you know, unfortunately with Tua, with the concussions and stuff like that, you have to worry about that. And they had dealt with his injuries all season long. So I think the Jets are right in the mix. Obviously, they're right there, a smidge away from the playoffs. And, and they're playing with that, not even arguably, inarguably, the worst quarterback in the league. Like Zach Wilson was atrocious. And they were putting in second string, third string guys. You put in Aaron Rodgers, even Aaron Rodgers playing at a mediocre level is still a lot better than Zach Wilson. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think Aaron Rodgers will just do what Aaron Rodgers does if you put him in there. So for fantasy, I really like him either place, the Jets or the Raiders, kind of more than I like him where he is now. Um, yeah. But nobody said he's actually going anywhere, anyone. So do you think did, the Tom Brady decision changes his mind? I was thinking about that. Um, I think he's going to be even more demand in even more potential demand. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, I was wondering not even like, I mean, the hall of fame thing creeps in his mind. Obviously if they go up the same year, they're going in the class together. Rogers strikes me as a guy that wants to go in by himself. He wants to be the quarterback who gets inducted. So I I wonder if he's like, well, Brady's out. I'm going to play this year to make sure that we go in different years. Um, I also wondered if that Brady did stay and then Rogers goes, I'm going to go out before him to not really fall off. And uh, I think now that Brady is gone, I think Rogers is most definitely coming back. I do not think Rogers retires. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't get that. that I don't sense. feel that at all. He's not done. I don't think so. No, uh-uh. I mean he's only you know thirty nine. He could still play. Obviously, so we talked um, about this over and over again. They didn't. They do not set him up for success. No, he does it by himself. Imagine if he had some had the weapons that Tom Brady had last year. 
the league is in a bad stretch where everyone thinks because Patrick Mahomes did it, you could do that with your team. And the Bills are kind of suffering from that. The Packers suffer sure from that. Are. And you have to build a roster. You have to build it. I'm not saying every roster has to be as complete as the 49ers, but you have to build a roster that, you know, you could uh, at least not rely everything on the quarterback, have a run game, have a strong defense, but have, 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 a, have, have a receiver that can create separation. Like you did not really, obviously they, he built, you know, with him and Watson, they kind of built that rapport. It took a while though. But so, Watson still dropped the ball half the time or didn't did. snap his head around to look that the ball was coming for him. And he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. You give him all these rookies when you're one of the greatest of all time. And you expect, I mean, you know, anyway, we can talk about this at length, but Moving on, <laughs> Derek Carr, we'll talk about him next week because I, I want to get to, um, I just want to say a word about mayors, okay? If you're a mayor of a major city, you might want to just be quiet. That's what I'm thinking right now. Like, let's go through the list. Okay, Tampa Bay, remember this mid-season when you were guaranteeing wins, um, didn't work out, Sorry. Your guy retired. Then we got uh, Burrowhead. Uh, I 100% blame the mayor of Cincinnati for poking the bear. Did you need to poke the bear? I mean, I want to blame the reps, but actually I'm going to blame the mayor of Cincinnati. You just don't do that. Do you not learn about, have, did no one teach you about jinxing things? Don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. And yeah, the fact that Burrow beat Patrick Mahomes three times out of three meetings, you know what that means? Patrick Mahomes is due because he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So if there's any time to shut your mouth and just show what you can do, it's on that fourth matchup. Number three, and this one, as someone who lived in New York for 15 years, the gall of putting Philadelphia Eagles colors on the Empire State Building. New York City, I don't know. I mean, I... I won't blame the mayor. I will not say this was up to the mayor, but somebody in planning needs to understand that you don't do this. I would not light up the microphone, as we call it, in downtown Dallas with Giants colors and say, congratulations, Giants. You're going, you, you just don't. And I know that you're, well, you did it for the Chiefs too. Doesn't matter. Have your cities back the right way. Don't go around threatening other teams. Just have your cities back. I, I couldn't say it any better myself. Bizarre move to to do green and white for the this Eagles. Is, and, like inclusive everybody. Oh, it's okay. No, no, no. We need enemies. I, I wonder enemies. too. I wonder too if like it it was just if like they're thinking like, oh well, there's a lot of thinking. Philadelphia is close. It's true, they're not thinking. Philadelphia is very close. There's probably a lot of transplants here. Like we'll we'll throw them a bone. Yeah, we're gonna be inclusive. We're gonna be so nice. We're gonna be nice. Football is not nice. No. We need villains. Philadelphia is a villain. Okay. And, they're and a villain to you, New York City. Just, absolutely. Do you think this helps? No. Brands and companies really don't think about the the personal level of how the deep the hatred runs. And there's like, you know, Micah Parsons coming out saying that he's rooting for the NFC East because he wants our division to win. It's like, I don't look at it like that. I I hate the the, the people in your division are your rivals. Well, um, so to, to light up it, the, the, the bill, he wants the, the NFC Empire, to win, East to win so he can at least say, well, at least we lost to the uh, team that won the. Yeah, that won the true. Super Bowl ultimately, probably. Yeah, I I, I kind of understand that, but I I think actively rooting for the but division is, is is strange. He also and I, didn't he live in Philadelphia? Didn't he go to Penn's? Well, he's Pitt? Penn State. Penn, so yeah, Penn State. Yeah, Penn State, yeah. Right. So then you know That's having uh, uh, you know 
the green like letting letting it up green and white for the Eagles and then and then doing it again for the the Chiefs after their victory to me is like it, you don't have to appease everybody it's it's the Empire State Building from the Empire State I said this on Megan Fun of Sports. It is New York's symbol. It's New York's icon. One of many, you know, uh, buildings and and or structures in in Manhattan. And to me, you don't have to make sure everyone's like happy with it. So it's okay. Yeah, to, you don't. It would have been so much better if they lit it up for like you know the Giants. Like oh, we, we're still thinking of our Giants, even though they whatever. Like something like that. Like you don't Absolutely. have to really light, light it up. So terrible job. And and then to get back to the mayor point. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams of New York City, he even started this with the whole uh, having the bet with the uh, Philadelphia's mayor wanted to share uh, not even uh, a cheesesteak or something iconic cheesecake, vegan, a, a vegan cheesecake bet that obviously New York lost. And it's just, you know, politicians just stay out of the sports that you always you need to up. stay out of it because you know what? That is way too sweet and friendly. A vegan cheesecake. No, I'm telling you, we need more villains we need rivalries you know what this is what makes it fun this is what makes it great we're already having a flag football game for the pro bowl okay do we need to bring in vegan cheesesteak do we need to light up the empire state building for our number one rival no you don't it's okay to not like people it's okay it's fun amen Amen. Don't get me started. I'm going to, you know, I just, I felt for the giants. It almost made me, you know, when I'm feeling for the giants here, then there's a problem (laughs) as a Dallas fan ish. I still wouldn't light up Dallas for the giants ever. And I feel if they turn Jerry world and green and white or even whatever, I would feel (laughs) the same way. I'm like, that is ridiculous. Don't do that. Cool. Now, some people are saying the pathway to the Super Bowl was too easy for the Eagles. And uh, there's a part of me that wants to believe that because, look, the Giants, they were a very, very good team. But let's face it, you're dealing with Richie James and Isaiah, who are very good. Oh, sure. But it's just, you know, it's not stacked the way some of the other teams are. They they were amazing. They got very far, very proud of the Giants for what they did. Then they played with basically um, a team with no quarterback. OK, so there that pathway through the, the playoffs was much easier than, say, the Dallas Cowboys pathway versus San Francisco with a healthy quarterback, which was a very tight game and could have gone the Dallas Cowboys way. So some people are saying that. That being said, I think this Eagles team 100 percent deserves to be in the Super Bowl. And as stated, I hate them, but they deserve to be there. And they're currently favored early leanings, Eddie. Eagles or Chiefs? I'm I'm I think it's the Eagles all the way. Um, I this team is so complete and to kind of poo-poo their path. I can't believe I'm defending the Eagles on this, but to poo-poo their path, um, they have the best offensive line, the best defensive line, they have the best dual threat quarterback. They have um and, and not to say like you know, obviously Mahomes can scramble. I'm talking about a, a guy that legitimately is I mean, he had over 700 yards rushing. They allowed the fewest about. passing yards this year. They're deep and they're facing so the quarterback down. who had the most passing yards this year. It's gonna be Look, very if there's gonna be one in a weird way, even though I did pick the Bengals, they were my Super Bowl pick. I, I missed it by a game. Um well, I, I thought it could that, be the Bengals, let's be real. Okay. Right. This, but I was, felt I felt wasn't that Mahomes, a bad pick. I felt that Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, the refs for sure robbed it. But I, I think if there's one, the Eagles, the, the one knock to the regular season, they didn't really face off against an elite quarterback like they did play the Packers, the, the Rodgers, obviously Trevor Lawrence. You want to throw, you know, Daniel Jones probably exceeded expectation. That was the, that's like their upper echelon of quarterbacks. They they faced. All they didn't year. even face Dak, Dak Prescott. 
Dak was injured. Right. So um, they, you know, it's one of those things where like, yeah, they weren't super tested, but what they've shown is that they're going to dominate you in every facet. And I think Mahomes' ankle will probably be fine by the Super Bowl. And just seeing how that Bengals offensive line was just so bad, like Chris Jones just ate them alive. To me, I was like, man, I, even though I picked the Bengals, I think if they had to play the Eagles uh, in two weeks, like that is going to be a bloodbath. So in a weird way, I'm kind of happy it's Mahomes because if there's anyone on the planet on planet Earth that could really make a play and make the Eagles go, well, we haven't seen this all year. It's Patrick Mahomes. Um, I wish they yep. had more weapons, um, but, you know, the way the defense played, all the rookies were really performing. I think it's it's a good thing. But uh, anyway, the point is, no. Eagles, the the path was for sure easier than most paths, but does not take away from they for sure deserve it. Um, they're the most complete team, I think, in the NFL. And this game, I, I'm going to pick the Eagles. I think the Eagles actually do win this game by at minimum one score, one full touchdown. But I, I think that, you know, Mahomes, there is the chance, the outside chance that Mahomes could have a, an all time game. I can't I can't decide yet. I kind of feel like it might be the Chiefs. Um, but this is all gut feelings, but I've been looking at it. I've been looking at it all different ways and, uh, you know, it, I don't know. I just feel like it could be the chiefs. So I don't have any reasons for that. So you guys check back with me later <laughs> as to when I get them. <laughs> plenty of, we have plenty of time. Obviously we can make our official picks and breakdown. We have uh, for our, our very special show next week. So no worries there. Yeah. We're really pumping this show next week. So don't miss it guys. Okay. Everybody we'll be right back after this quick break. Let's check in on our fantasy postseason league with waiver wired. We are currently in second place. Um, yep. We are about 15 points behind lemon pepper parlay. And this is how it breaks down. We each only have two players left because we can only pick one player for each team. And mm-hmm. um, so we and lemon pepper share Travis Kelsey. So basically what we're looking for is Jalen hurts to outscore AJ Brown by 15 points. I think it's, it's possible. It's possible. It, I, we just need him to really love Dallas Goddard. And by the way, I do think he does. When you look at Dallas Goddard props, I'm leaning towards the over on his. Um, we can break that down next week too. We need a big Dallas Goddard game or a big Devonta Smith game or Miles, Miles Sanders to do yeah. a little bit. Uh, but what we need is Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns. Absolutely. I, I want to see a ton of like, I want to see him break one free. I want to see like a goal, like goal line setup, And he just like, jumps over the top, gets the ball in. I don't want to see deep throws to A.J. Brown. And look, we've been lucky. I'll knock on wood. It hasn't really been an A.J. Brown postseason. It's been, you know, a lot of like Gainwell, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, a couple, you know, big catches. I use catches and in, in quotations. Um, you know, I, I think A.J. Brown, obviously A.J. Brown complained. He kind of he, he said he's happy they won, but he wants the ball. Never a really good sign. Um, you know, Adoree Jackson did a good job of him that first game the Eagles played. So I, I think there's a path for us to win. Um, you know, and the, those corners on Kansas City played pretty well. So maybe, maybe there's a, a chance that he kind of is a non-factor in this game. And there's a lot of Jalen Hurts plays with his legs and, and we win this one. Now there is a very, very, very dark court. There are two very, very dark horse candidates that maybe could threaten us. But I mean, we're talking like half a 1%. Covered in glory still has Patrick Mahomes and AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. And they're 44 points behind us. So again, I don't, unless if Jalen hurts gets injured or something, you know what I mean? Um, And uh, minus three still has Patrick Mahomes and Jalen hurts, but they're 57 points behind us. So again, yeah, no, that's not happening. Um, It's possible. Like I said, I guess if both of our players get injured, 
it's always possible if Kelsey goes out and Jalen Hurts goes out. But the other players that are closer to us, um, they have these Jalen Hurts and Travis Kelsey. So really the only person we're watching is Jalen Hurts versus AJ Brown. So mm-hmm. root for Jalen Hurts with us, everyone, um, so that we can come out on top. Yes. Yes, I, I like our chances and a lot of the other shows are taking bets on who, which team you think they're, they're going to win. Um, you know, I don't want to kick ourselves. I think we made all the right moves. Like, yes, you can go back and go, oh, if we only took DK Metcalf instead of Tyler Lockett. Look, it is what it is. We're a second place last year. We're right back in the in the, in the champ. You could say the championship game again this year. Um, we have the quarterback. Martin will have the receiver. I feel pretty good about it. And uh, as it is, Jalen Hurts, he's Super Bowl MVP. He's the fave right now for in terms of odds. So what does that mean? It means he's going to have a good game. Hopefully his good game means not a lot of balls to AJ Brown. That's what we're hoping. Do it all on your own, Jalen Hurts. Today, this, this, this next Sunday is the day to be the guy and win your MVP. All right, everybody. It's been awesome. As mentioned, uh, we are around and we will be back next week with a very special uh, episode. You'll be getting lots of extra content from us next week. Uh, Be sure you're following Extra Points Network uh, and um, we'll catch you next time. 